0: Good morning. Welcome today, one more step. Are you ready for your next step? I believe you are. Today we are continuing in the 30 steps to success in life. 30 steps, 30 elements that we add to our life that will take us and make us a successful person. You know, success is predictable, but it is also dependent on how you approach life. How you act and react toward life is how it will act and react toward you. I believe with all of my heart not only is success predictable and that God has predicted your success, but also success is achievable. And success is often most often dependent upon what you do with the things that you have opportunity to handle in life the chances the choices the opportunities how we respond to those things will take us along a predictable path every road leads somewhere everyone you know we here living in beaumont texas live along interstate 10 and if you get on interstate 10 from beaumont texas and you go basically um, west it will take you to houston Don't be surprised when you get to Houston because that's just where the road leads. Any road in life that you get on and travel down will take you to a predictable destination. That's just the way it is, especially if we have a road map and we can look at the road map and see where this road leads. If it's somewhere we don't want to go, then we need to stop traveling down it. We need to stop advancing ourselves down that road, and we need to choose a new road because there's always an abundant entry, the Bible says made for us back into the will of God by the grace of God. We can always exit the road we're on and get on a new road that will take us to the destination that God has us, And any day you can start. That's the most wonderful thing about this kingdom life. Any day you want to, any day you can start, but you will never start on a day that is not called today. And even though you may not know all of the things that you will encounter on this road to success, nonetheless, you are equipped to handle it. And it will cause you to be exercised in some moments, making you capable and able to handle the job once you arrive at the Destiny. If you happen to have read your His Time this morning, my my devotion this morning talked about the journey is your friend. And it is. It's what prepares you to operate at Destiny's capacity. Need to be great in your ordinary day by day, employing the elements of life that will move you farther and advance you farther along the road to success. You can also take some steps back if you want to. You know every one of you, in building anything you're building, if you were out here building a house and you were you were putting up one two before at a time or or one block at a time or, or you were putting on, you know, one, one, one piece of sheet material at a time, you know, you can always go out there and take a few of them down. You can go out there instead of building tomorrow morning, you could go out there and begin to destroy. You could go out there and take some of those blocks down. You know, why would you do that? Well, you know, you say that would be crazy, but yet in life we do that. You know, often, often while we're building a marriage, building a family, building finances, while we're building a future, while we're building a reputation, while we're building our credibility, while we are building our integrity in our community, we get up and go out there one day, and because something happens we don't like, we take a hammer and just knock four or five of the blocks off, you know, and just destroy it. And and you, you have to put those blocks right back on. Have you ever met somebody that whenever they would get angry, they would kick their car? or they would break a dish or something like that. You ever met someone like that? Personally, I've never, I I have never been that type of person that I would break something uh, that I had to later fix. Because anything you break that belongs to you, that you need in your future, you will have to fix. There's no reason going out there and kicking the side of your car just because you're mad. That won't fix it. And you will be left with the same problem you had and a dent in your car. All right? So, that's the way, if you can get that picture, you, you ought to be able to apply that to your daily life. Your daily life is just like that. If you're building a marriage right now, okay, and something happens that, 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 that you know, you don't like, it frustrates you. You know, you get in an argument, you get in a fight, you get in a fuss. Why do you want to go out there and just tear down the last nine days, the, nine, the last nine blocks, the last, you know, the last nine two befores and just destroy it and, and kick it and put a dent in the marriage? There? You still got the same problem and now you got a bigger problem too. You took something that perhaps was a temporary problem and you can create a permanent problem out of it. Today, we're going to add another element to this success in life, to these steps. You know, our steps so far, let, let, let me re, re, uh, can't, recount them for you. First, there was dream. Y'all remember the dream, how we have an opportunity for God to inspire our imagination. Number two, meditate. We need to ponder the path. We need to get a plan while we're pondering and let God weed out the things that are not him and, and, and cause us to understand what our first steps need to be. Then number three, the declaration. At somewhere, some point, we need to own this thing, step into it, embrace it, and make our declaration. We need to go ahead and, and get a hold of it, do something, begin our pursuit of this dream. Then there are relationships that are necessary to the fulfillment of God's plan for our life. And also many times it is dependent on how we present ourselves presentation making sure that we present ourselves as promotable that we give God something to work with and then we participate God demands that we participate in our miracle all right God could do it without us but he wants to do it through us and with us because he wants us to participate and when we participate God can work also there's an element of character It's not just charisma that we need. It's not just an ability to get something or the ability to achieve something. But, you know, what you can get by charisma, you must have character to keep it. Because a lot of people get a lot of things, but they don't have the character to maintain those things. Character, how important. Humility, because God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Endurance. The ability to just continue, to keep on keeping on, to have consistency, to be persistent, to not let the, 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 the uh, errors of the enemy knock you off the road to success, not let the flat tires in life Not let the times whenever a roadblock comes up and you wonder or or a detour comes up to keep you off of your focus on the destination because it's not what you're going through often but what you're going to that matters. And we've got to keep our focus on what we're going to and just endure, the Bible says, Paul wrote to Timothy, endure hardships like a good soldier. Hey, it may be cold out there while you're soldiering. You know, you, you might not get fed every day just at the same time that you want to be fed. Nonetheless, endure. Endure it Don't let small things make you quit If you fail If you fall If you faint In the day of adversity Just because of adversity If that makes you quit Your strength is small In fact one translation of the Bible says You never had it to begin with You know Life will try to derail you But endure 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 Today we're going to add an element To these 30 steps to success And the element we're adding today The word for the day is Kindness Everybody say kindness. 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 It's that basic common care and compassion that we should have one another that, by the way, is not so common in today's world. You know, we can get too busy if we're not watchful. We can be so busy with the troubles of our life that we don't have time for anybody else. Don't get too busy with the troubles of your own life. Don't let you consume you. Our focus for today. The scripture is in Genesis, the 40th chapter, and in verse 7. This is where Joseph was in the prison, unjustly accused, wrongfully imprisoned. He has his own set of troubles, and on top of that, he has been made the chief trustee of all of the jail, so that all the prison and all the prisoners are under his charge. And he has a lot of responsibility. He is a busy person. Not only is he a busy person, but he is a prisoner. And being a busy prisoner, he he achieved this this recognition. He achieved this place of promise. He achieved some respectability. He had achieved some, some freedom. I mean, he, he had the keys to the, to, to the prison. He had achieved a, a position. And being a prisoner I don't know how much of you uh, how many of you know much about prison life but being a prisoner when you achieve a little respectability when you achieve a little position it's something you want to hold on to desperately because not many people have position in prison and so here Joseph is in perhaps one of the most busy moments of his life thus far don't you know he's doing his best to keep this job he's doing his best to be promotable he's presenting himself in the right way every day he He's busy. He's busy. He's got enough on his plate. He's wondering out about, about his family. Perhaps he's wondering about his future. You know, here he is also carrying around a great load of responsibility. And I'm certain that not all of these prisoners are kind and nice. Most most, most likely they're like any other jail you'd go into. There's probably some type of system, some type of hierarchy, some type of, 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 of people that would like to control him and make him do things and like like for him to conform to their will. Don't you know there's a lot of pressure? We just read over it in kind of one reading. But I want you to think about this. Joseph was in prison. He was an accused man, wrongfully accused, but accused of attempting to rape one of the leaders of their community's wives. He was not necessarily in the hierarchy of the prison life, all right? He was one of the lower people, but he presented himself evidently at the place and he gained some prominence there. Don't you know he's busy? He's busy. He's busy. And look what happens in Genesis 40 in verse 7. So Joseph, he asked Pharaoh's officers... You remember there were some officers that had been imprisoned by Pharaoh and they were in the prison. He asked Pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of the Lord's house saying, of his Lord's house saying, why do you look so sad today? Now hold on a second. Do you mean that Joseph in the busy moments of his life being wrongfully imprisoned, falsely accused, being sold into slavery by his own brothers. Do you mean that he had time as a young man to stop and care about how somebody else felt? Yes, He walked by them, and he saw they looked sad, and he stopped his day. He wasn't too busy with his own troubles to look for somebody else's trouble and try to help them. He stopped, and he looked at them, and he said, why are you so sad today? My goodness. The common care, the kindness that it takes, the kindness that we should all be demonstrating. You know, kindness. Is, is an attribute of our Lord. How many times did Jesus or his disciples stop and help someone out of kindness, just the kindness of their heart? It didn't mean that they, they weren't busy. It didn't mean they didn't have enough to do. It did mean that they walked around in life with a common care for other people. We need to add that element to our lives. You see, it's not always about us. It's just not all, even though your life may be adversely affected, life is not always all about you. If we help enough people in life to get what they want, I promise you, you will end up getting what you want. Life is not all about you. You see, even though though Joseph had the keys to his own prison, he didn't have them so that he could set himself free. But reckon how many other people he did set free. Reckon how many other people he lightened their day and he touched them and he encouraged them We see him encouraging these two people because it's a part of the continuing story of Joseph. But this was not the only day Joseph spent in prison. Joseph in fact would be in prison for another two years plus beyond this day. And he, no doubt, lived his prison life, though busy yet kind to people. Maybe even people that didn't deserve it. Maybe even people that he didn't know. Nonetheless he walked around with the law of kindness on his tongue. That's what the word of God says about a virtuous woman. One of her attributes, one of her claims to success the bible says in proverbs 31 is that the law of kindness is on her tongue psalms 141 3 says set a watchman upon my mouth and keep the door of my lips so that nothing perverse comes out of my mouth basically here we we're, we're talking about the law of kindness just being kind caring about others it's an element that we need to add to our lives. Because while we are asking God to inspire us to dream, while we are asking God to help us to, to develop a plan, while we are pursuing the things that God wants His purpose for our life, we need to make sure that we pay attention to relationships and pay attention to how we present ourselves. And we need to pay attention to participating. We need to pay attention to all the things that we've talked about. Humility, we need to add as well and pay attention to being kind to others. Not because our life is so great, but because people need the Lord. And that's what Joseph gives them. He gives them a Holy Spirit interpretation of their future. And he does so out of the kindness of his own moment. And God uses the kindness of, That was the very first inspiration for Joseph to stop and begin this conversation. God uses that little door of kindness to open up that great big door of success in Joseph's life. No telling who you might be kind to. In fact, the New Testament tells us to be careful to entertain strangers. Help strangers. Why? Because not only is it a part of the Great Commission that I was a stranger and you took me in, but also... The Bible says that you never know, you might be entertaining an angel, a messenger from God, someone whom God put in your pathway, and if you had not have had the presence of mind to not only be concerned about your own troubles, but also the troubles of other people, you might never stop by and make that relationship open that door, you might never stop and make that impression on that person that held the key to your future promotion, and it might be 2 years down the road as it's going to be for them before that door is ever opened but that door it was unlocked by kindness How often kindness. In fact, the Bible says Jesus was moved with compassion and he healed the multitude. It was that same common care that moved and motivated Jesus. As you walk about in your day, as you look about in your life, I know that there are times and seasons of life that are pressured. I know that many people are facing their own set of troubles. But listen to me. Please... Put kindness as one of the foundation stones of your life. It's an element that will unlock doors to your future. Kindness. Today, I want to read our Overcomer's Confession together. Are you ready? Do you have it there? Make this a part not only of your morning, but a part of your daily life. Continue to make your confession. Hold fast, the Bible says, your profession of faith nothing wavering. It's a faith profession. It's a faith confession it is filled with the word of God you can believe it you can trust it you can declare it over your own life make your declaration to God in fact make up your own this one hopefully will get you started but put the words of God in your confession that are important to you they draw you along and give you confidence and strength they build faith in your life and they declare to the world that the dream and the purpose of God is is yours and you are in pursuit of the plan of God for your life. Let's read this together this morning. Are you ready? Through Jesus, my Lord, I am more than a conqueror. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. My spiritual eyes are being opened so that I can understand my calling, the wealth of my inheritance, and the kingdom power available to me. I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. No unclean or impure thought can captivate my mind. No sickness or disease has a right to my body. No unholy spirits can seduce or deceive me. The Word of God is my meditation and my answer. I commit myself to God. He causes my thoughts to become agreeable with His thoughts. Because of this, everything I put my hand to will prosper. God has a plan for my life. He will succeed, and I am going to participate. <laughs> what can you do for your day? Well, pray for compassion on others. Meet a need today. Find someone to encourage. Our scriptures that I want to give you today is First John 3, 17. The Bible says that whoever has this world's goods and sees his brother in need and shuts up his heart from him, how does the love of God dwell in him? Philippians 2, 4, Let each of you look not only to your own interest, but also for the interest of others. And then Job 42, verse 10, And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Kindness, evidently, not only opens up the door and unlocks the door of relationships on earth, but it must also open up and unlock the doors and the windows of heaven. Be kind today. God bless you.